Well, the words you at home cast had my mentor, a program that empowers women and girls from all over the world to build notable life and career through the experiences of other women in their chosen fields. On this episode, I am being led to broaden our knowledge on financial management and our specific topic is financial literacy for women, what we wish we knew. Powerful, right? Now, financial literacy is the ability to understand and use various financial skills. It extends to savings, employment, you know, loans and financial planning in order to achieve long-term goals and successes. Now, the question I ask is, how much of these services do women, especially young entrepreneurs, enjoy? What could be the reason for this? Are they basic principles for the earning, spending, saving, investing, and all of that to be learned? How will financial literacy improve the well-being of women in different fields of endeavor? Now, remember, my mentor continues to be that chump cast that empowers women and girls from all over the world to build notable life and career through the experiences of other women in their chosen fields. My name is Edith Yonida, and I'm your uncle. So today, I am privileged to be speaking with Ms. Tripti Singal Somani. I would love to summarize her profile in five words. First, an entrepreneur. Second, a strategist. Third, a mentor. Fourth, a problem solver. And fifth, a speaker. Wow, what an amazing resume. Now, Tripti is a chartered accountant and postgraduate in law. She's the founder of so many organizations and on the board of several others, uh, including KGS Advisors. She has been mentoring and advising entrepreneurs, comprising handholding, laying procedures for SMEs, due diligence, forensic audits, and lots more. But most importantly, Tripti is the founder of Women Novator, an acceleration program for entrepreneurs. Wow, Madam. I am so honored to have you on this program. You are welcome Thank you to the Thank you so program. much. Thank you so much, Didi. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, in the, in, in, it's actually the topic which you've taken. It's something very close to my heart, being a chartered accountant, a financial mm-hmm. advisor, working with so many, uh, you know, categories of client. Uh, thank you so much once again for uh, having me here today with you. The pleasure is all mine. So I'm just going to go straight to the um, the questions because, you know, I told myself when I was doing this that you are also going to be speaking with me because um, every woman, irrespective of the category, needs to have this, listen to this particular podcast. So but let me ask, um, what percentage of women have vast financial literacy? I know you've had several engagements, like you rightly said, and what could be responsible for this? I think uh, I would, instead of talking about what percentage of women, you know, have financial literacy, I would like to say that uh, I think uh, financial literacy holds the key to empowering women. It's the reason if people can understand a simple mathematics around finance is very, very important to bringing the gender equality in society. It actually sets for the base for empowerment. I would like to say in that way, uh, to effectively participate in economic activities and to to take appropriate financial decision for themselves and the family, it is important that both men and women 
understand this knowledge of financial literacy i mean they should know uh, a basic thing for example i have come across many women who are working with us we are trying to incubate and accelerate them you know didi what is the biggest challenge the biggest challenge is that they are earning they are creating revenues but if you ask them how much how much is that revenue how much is the cost you've spent they won't be able to answer so they are working hard they somewhere know that they have to do something in their life and it is important for them to you know um keep them engaged to get uh, motivated to get appreciation which they are lacking uh, in different different uh, ecosystems and different countries to be very honest so i think yeah. uh, you know what happens is most of them start working without incorporating a company without seeing whether they are even profitable for example a woman she would be doing for example 100 dollars a month right yeah. and her expenses are 80 dollars a month she's earning 20 dollars which she could earn from a basic cleaning of the house right then why put an extra capital and all the stuff and come out with only 20 dollar at the end so it is important for a woman to understand it's okay to work it's okay to keep yourself busy to get appreciation to get recognition in the society but you have to understand that your limited time you have to make the best use so if i tell you dd invest in a stock which where you will invest 20 dollar and you will get 100 dollar in 5 months will you do that or will you invest 100 dollar and get 110 dollars you know so it is about time and the money you are getting in that time i wow. think we all get into the race of earning without even understanding where to put our resources what time it will take to benefit from them and if it's not bringing or reaping the result we thought of or bringing the result we thought of we should bring a end to it or take necessary actions like that's why it is said in stock market if some of any of your stock is not doing good it's better instead of keeping the stock in the same position sell it and put your money timely so that your losses are also reduced right so uh, yeah over to you yes wow see trixie you have in fact you have taken you've gone ahead of all the questions i wanted to ask and i'm so so excited now you've you've said so much you know starting from you know the perception it shouldn't be a woman staying alone it should men also and all of that do you think there's anything outside just ignorance i think first i have uh, and i i see different countries could have a different reason but in india i came across a very strange reason uh, didi and that's um, that's very simple is comfort zone you know and i i always say success for women is equivalent to peculiar decision you take in your life sometimes you have to say no to things and saying no means getting out of your comfort zone which not many people want to do i'm talking about men also for example but somehow men are forced to go out of their comfort zone they have no choices but because women are supposed to be doing household work or they they are supposed to manage lot of things sometimes getting out of their comfort zone becomes a very good reason for them not to go ahead with challenges and secondly i think one very important habit we miss is reading reading and going back to those documents which can help us grow or practicing um you know it's not easy to go back study right 
if i tell you today to go back and learn things it's not easy so i think practical experiences teach teach you a lot but a lot of uh, you know uh, our education system somehow lack the a way of teaching people practical uh, practically so that it's easy for any age to learn such things if i was taught in school i've learned it but if i am asked at the age of 55 or 30 to learn something it's not easy it's not practical so that could also be a big reason for such issues you know okay so let me ask because this is really true when you talk about going back to school people don't have time especially now that everybody is getting cuts and paste um, documents from the internet nobody's spending time for research um are there any specific skills that women need to learn or need to know in order to you know achieve this financial literacy and freedom that we talked about so such schemes are there which are uh, you know really helping the or uh, the you know ecosystem if you go back to what i'm trying to say if you come and see the lowest income category woman is more financially independent than the woman staying in urban that means you really don't need a scheme you just need to think how your creativity can lead to a to an idea which can be converted or can be can relate to your financial independence but but of course financial literacy is important for you to calculate whether what you're trying to do is something which will get you some financial uh, you know support for yourself so for example if you check your household lady who's coming and cleaning your house is actually going back home is also cooking however a woman who has someone who can hire a household cleaner and all is dependent on his family i don't know if you need any education to understand a simple thing like this did it yeah. right so i think we we don't need any education we just have to understand that we all have to contribute to the growth of our country our gdp by giving some time to a financially feasible opportunity it could be something like making cakes at home and selling them to your neighbors it could be like making pickles it could be like starting a pottery farm it could be like gardening today gardening has become a very important field everyone wants vertical gardens in their houses because they don't have spaces and women are creative and they can do wonderful i think 2 hours from your day because as soon as your kid as soon as your kid is 8 plus he or she is quite independent going to school you have time for yourself now you can prefer to clean the house or simply hire someone and pay that person something and you can use that time of your to your to do something which you are capable of instead of cleaning the house the mathematics are simple you are employing people of course there's a cost but those two hours are much worth than cleaning the house because you are a educated person you have got basic education you can make sense to creating something and putting it on social media through a creative and selling it which a household lady cannot do or a lady who's cleaning your house cannot do and that's why she's cleaning the house but her income is more than yours isn't that a concern this is really an eye opener and i really hope that our listener out there every woman who has ever thought that oh i don't have anything i'm doing this is a wake up call for you you don't have to sit back at home you don't have to take all the chores you just have to get up and do something there's a lot to do 
just to gain that financial independence. So now let me take it to the next level, Tripti. And, you know, we now have um, a part of the basic principles of this financial literacy and all that, uh, which you have also spoken about is earning and then, of course, spending. Now, there are some women, and perhaps maybe I fall into that category, who are afraid to spend. Uh, from what you have said, your spending, maybe it could save time. You, you did a link between spending and time management. Because now I'm like, no, I think I can do it. And I'm afraid to spend. And you're trying to explain that spending perhaps would save me some time to be able to do other things. How do we come out of it? Could it be a mentality thing? Okay, I don't yeah. know Again, it's country specific. But when we were raised, we were not taught to take risk. Okay, females were yeah. not taught. Males, somehow they understand that if you don't take risk, you may not earn what you are expecting to earn. You may earn equal to what you spend, but you may not make profit if you don't take risk. Right? Mm -hmm. And you can do a calculative risk. Like we invest sometimes not in stock, we invest in mutual funds or SIPs, like small investments, so that even if something goes wrong, your whole portfolio is not making uh, is going bad, right? So, or you can prefer to be safe and deposit in an FD, fixed deposit, which gives you very less return. Almost nothing. You can earn more uh, by simply renting out a space or you can simply, you know, go on a stock and earn in one day is what you earn in the whole year in a fixed deposit because there's no risk. You will get the principal amount, you will get the interest, which is very low. So, the more the risk, we all know this. But when it comes to practical uh, life, we don't apply it. We feel that we are doing our best. So we start doing everything. For example, when you run a company, you need a social media guy, you need a HR, human resource, you need an IT, information technology, you need marketing, right? You think I'm doing a very good job. That's what you are thinking, lady. Nobody knows you're doing it. Nobody knows what you're making or what you're doing if you're not promoting. I also made the same mistake initially. I thought paying and putting money in marketing, spending on social media. I am doing a social cause by running Women Waiter for women. If they want to do something, if they want help, they'll come out to me. But the problem is they want to, but they don't know me. So for that, if I have my customer, which is at a certain area or can be reached with particular spend, you will have to spend. Otherwise, your business will not have clients and you will have to shut down. So instead, your whole fixed cost is gone for a toss. So sometimes when we spend a basic cost, we have to spend on the marketing so that we can recover the basic cost. Otherwise, basic cost will go dead. So we have to learn one thing that you as individual cannot do everything. You need to see what you're good at. If Eddie is good at interviewing people, she needs to interview. But her photography, she needs to hire a photography team to do a video interview, right? Because she's not good at videography. She may come up with herself, but that may not go viral. And that means all her efforts, she may struggle for next 10 years, not able to reach to the audience she thought she will. But because she got the right photographer or videographer who could really get a, a amazing clips uh, or actions or uh, some faces which gets more likes, she may reach that target in six months and of course she invested more so she got more right and it could also fail it may not get what you were thinking of even after that spend let's talk a little bit about savings because um like you rightly said some people are doing the business some young women some are even baking from their homes having their garden you know making some profits but then because of the 
poor economic status they find themselves, they are not able to save. So what would you have to say to such women who are making money and spending all of it and having little or nothing to save? So see, um, I would I would say very strongly that uh, when it comes to saving, it's a good thing. But I would still say happiness is more important. I've seen women, specifically African and Asian women, spending very less on themselves and saving more. We are taught from starting with the day we are born or the way we are raised that save for future. Right, Edidi? You will agree to that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but may, maybe uh, I I would divide that saving into two parts. To be very honest, fifty percent should go in investments or uh, reinvestments in your own business, and uh, balance fifty percent, thirty percent can go to spending on your own well-being. Because that's the biggest challenge today women are facing after working really hard. They have lot of health issue, and twenty percent can go on saving for future. If you survive to spend that, your life is so uncertain, right? You may be thinking that twenty percent or hundred percent you're saving, you will give it to your granddaughters or you will take care of your family. You may have to spend that tomorrow because somebody got a bad loan in your family and you have to help him or her. Yeah. So yeah. I really feel that one saving is great, but saving if you're running or you are um, in business, you can think about investing. some amount in stock which is a riskier portfolio but it may give you returns good returns better than fd so 50% of if you're not into business you're not investing reinvesting into business like you may want to hire a better employee you may want to uh, get a better office or whatever if you're not doing that you may think about exploring some portion of your saving in stock market study the stock market see the blue chip companies which you can buy which can grow during covid we saw the stock market was falling and it was a great time to invest right So all these things can really help. You just have to ensure that you're studying, or you can also get a good advisor who can tell you that start investing small amount in stock. You can start with you know ten dollars and start learning how to invest in stock and be a stock dealer or help other people manage their wealth. A lot of women have started earning through it. Actually, um, sometimes you earn more. in stock if you study it uh, and you are a patient investor then your salary so so i i really feel that it's time ladies we all need to get out of our shell need to explore and learn there are a lot of courses which are available online which can tell you how to invest in stock why fd is like it's too low interest it's like you just giving money to bank for just like 5 dollars i mean What is the interest? Can you even even calculate and see? It's two percent, five percent, maximum five percent or six. I don't know. Uh, in Africa, what is the rate of interest on FDs, fixed deposit, EDD? Um. Well, I think it goes as low as um three three to my goodness. Ten. Yeah, depending on the amount. You know, the volume. The more the volume, the more the interest is appreciated. So. But well, I think the point has been made, and um, we all find ourselves, you know, at one point or the other. And this analog analogy we gave of having fifty percent to invest in your business, and then fifty percent, thirty percent perhaps for yourself, and then twenty percent um, maybe to pay for your future if you live, you know, to this. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's quite hilarious, but that's really the truth. I feel guilty any time I spend my money on myself. I'd rather spend the money on my family, or I feel guilty spending this money for me. So yeah. this is really 
eye-opener, which I'm so happy that you took time to explain and then show us the impact of having to mitigate our wealth in this proportion. So before we wrap up, I just want to ask, um, you know, this program is really about mentorship and I know you are already mentoring a lot of women in various groups. Now, tell me a little bit how effective you think is impactful and in the place of mentorship. See, I think mentorship is something which is very uh, easily available in India. Every person, if you will ask, will never say no for mentorship. Okay, so that's, we are lucky to have, like every second house, somebody will be happy to mentor and give you knowledge, free of course, free of course is available. The problem with mentorship is that you, as an individual, don't stick to one mentor. Sometimes you make our life more difficult. You have to understand if you are working, if you are thinking of working, if you plan to start a business, you need to have a mentor for your personal life and a mentor for your professional life. Both are equally important and you have to firmly stick to one or maximum two mentors. You can't shift mentors like your clothes. That's a very common thing we have seen. One mentor used for some time, then the second mentor is saying something, third mentor, the person is confused, end up doing nothing. When you're selecting your mentor, you don't rush, rush. You take your time, you do your research, don't go by their profiles, try to spend time with them, how much time they have for you, are they picking your call, if they're very busy. Sometimes, you know, people who are not successful are better mentor because they can tell you what not to do. Yeah. Wow. This is this is really interesting and thank you so much. You know, previous episodes of this program, I you know, I talked about the having a mentor for your professional life and having another one for your personal life and I'm so happy that with all your experience you have also confirmed that this is a very important thing to do. It's not very just enough to have one mentor. Yeah, you should be able to segregate your mentor for one for your personal and the other for your professional. Incidentally, we spend in Woman Ovator as a global incubator for women was created because we understood one very important reason uh, women are facing is getting the right mentor. Either they get the right mentors and screwed because of some relationship issues, boy, men, uh, girl kind of a stuff. So we've started, you know, also helping a lot of women get the right mentors who can help them grow and scale yeah wow thank you so much Tripti for you know I have a book I have written from just having this interview with you today and I'm so excited I'm so honored that you spent this time even with the difference in our time zone to accommodate this for the well-being and for um, the benefit of other it's my pleasure it's my pleasure thank you so much thank you Tripti so um, I'm very happy to have you and I know you're already doing a lot for women I know you have opened your heart you've opened your mind so on behalf of myself the numerous listeners across the globe who will be listening to this podcast and to all the beneficiaries of Women Novator of which I, I am an influencer I just want to say thank you for all you do and on behalf of all of us we will be presenting a virtual award to you which we will publish somehow and that is my mentors award and this is hoping that you will continually support other women to achieve as much as you are doing right now even as an individual and even greater things so thank you so much Fit. thank you thank you Edity. it was a pleasure thank you great initiative take care bye-bye and good luck
you. So if this program was insightful and you would like to have a feedback, please send it to my personal email and I would love to hear from you at edidiongidan at gmail.com. You can listen to past episodes of this program via my website. And if you're curious to know more about me, check me out on my Instagram page. It's just didi.idan. Don't forget to share the link of this podcast. And to all the amazing women doing great stuff out there and mentoring other women, this is Spain, hold the fort and keep marching on. Until next time, stay safe and stay blessed. Bye.